0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. It is Sunday, February 28th, and this is the first episode, episode one, of We Are the Future, We Are Now podcast. The voice you are hearing today is none other than James Fitzgerald III. I am excited to join you all on this journey and for you all to join me on this journey as we take a deep dive into being Black in America. Uh, this podcast is gonna focus on everything, everyday things that we face. Every day is a challenge as a black man or woman in this country. And this podcast is gonna provide a platform to touch on some of the great accomplishments in our community today, inspire change and unity in all communities, bring awareness to the many issues plaguing our communities, and add a bit of a comedic twist. It can be funny sometimes. Just getting started. <clears throat> so let me tell you all a little bit about myself and about who I am. I am a young but fairly old, 33, man. young man living in Maryland. Born and raised in Virginia, living in Maryland product of the South and a product of history, a mother, a history teacher, a former history educator, instilled in my siblings and I the importance of being aware and understanding our culture. The key thing I want to do with this podcast is help bring our culture and not only uplift my culture, but also educate other cultures. Funny story as to what sparked me to start this podcast. Of course, in this current pandemic and the times that we're in, we all go in the stores with masks and everything else. And what I'm I'm about to say is probably not unfamiliar to many black men or women in this country. Going in a store and being profiled. But it hits a bit different when it's not necessarily the store clerks themselves that profile you, but some of the patrons of the store that seemed to find threat in a hundred and fifty pound five nine man in the grocery store getting soup for his four his sons as I walked through the store, trying to just find the items I needed like everyone else in the middle of this pandemic, not really wanting to be in a store, not sure who I'm coming in contact with. So really trying to move in and out as quickly as possible. And I have interracial couple, Asian wife, a wife of Asian descent. I'm not gonna say what she was or say that she was what her race was. And A Caucasian male. This wife, as they walked by me down the aisle, ran around the other side to her husband, clutching her purse as I walked by and they walked by. Okay. (laughs) That's all I could say. Mentally, that's all my mind could say when it happened. Okay. She's tripping. <laughs> She's crazy. Like, that's all I could say to that. As I looked and, and literally just wondered, why is this woman running in the middle of the store? I started to run myself. I'm like, hold on. Something going on. Something going down with What's going on? Like, hold up. Somebody say something. Tell me what you see. Only to realize what she saw was me. A man... Haring up to get out to the car, his family sitting awaiting him in the car, and she saw me—a threat. You okay. Again, five nine, a hundred and fifty pounds. A threat. So, what made me threatening? You know, like what I, I I always take that deep dive. Like, what makes me threatening to you when you have the when when I see those kind of interactions or it, it, when someone expresses to me, I always wonder that question of what makes a person threatening. Because if you look up statistically, criminals or burglar burglars or people who have committed crimes as far as assault or acts of violence or robbery. They're not always the biggest or the strongest or whatever, so I do understand that, but like what singles that person out because they they don't necessarily have a color to their skin or anything else we we can we can bury it and really look at it on the side that anybody is capable of committing an act of violence, committing a a crime, committing a robbery, anybody of any race can do so. So what made me fearful to be a criminal or to do something to harm you in the middle of a public setting, in the middle of a public grocery store, in the middle of a large environment that I'm sure is covered in cameras and everything else. What made me that threat? One can only assume, of course, the the stereotypical thing that it had to be the color of my skin. Because that's the only thing that could have made that assumption for her. So then I take a deeper dive. What education, what has happened in her life that leads her to feel that A black man walking in a grocery store. With groceries in his hand. Is a threat to her. In her everyday life. The silence is simple. There is no answer to that. But. What I'm going to do is flip the script on it. So instead of sitting back and complaining about it or saying something about it and not using my voice, I'm going to use my voice and I'm going to educate. So I hope that that lady one day is listening to this podcast and hears the truth that not every black man is that way. And I hope that we can someday sit down. I always say this. My mom says it's best. You never can can change something until you come to the table together. Let's come to the table, people. Welcome to the We Are The Future, We Are Now podcast.